2: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156.
1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Thunder Rosa, and Mark Henry give you a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. Thunder Rosa gives her... Wrestler of the Week. Also, I give my power rankings, and we're very happy to have Gabriel Luna from The Last of Us joined us right here on the Busted Open Podcast. It's now time for your Wrestler of the Week.
3: Well, guys, there was a, there's a, a lot of good wrestling, a lot of good wrestling, and it's hard to pick one match and one wrestler, but this week I watched this match live. I was calling this match. There were some points in where I was afraid of people's life, but it was intense. It was like one of those matches that I'm like, one day when I return to wrestling, I want to have a match similar to that because it was how I describe it. It was so so simple, but so so intense. And, and, and he got you like at the edge of your seat and there's very few people that can do that and are able to, um, you know, pull it off. But this week, my wrestler of the week, because of that, and because what he has done and the type of person that he is is Brian Danielson, man, what a match, what a match. I definitely, definitely learning, continue to learn so much about storytelling, selling about pacing, about, um, like I was telling you, like there wasn't like super huge high spots. There wasn't like, you know, um, anything that I was like, Oh my God. It, w- it was just the whole match. It was so just intense.
2: Grind.
3: What I, was I that? know exactly
2: what you're talking about. It was, it was, that match was grinding. Yes. Like my, I, I at least two or three times in that match, I stood up. Oh, It, it, it. I was tired. It physically made me tired. And, yes. And, and shout out I, to him and Rouge. Yes. Uh, Rouge never backed down. He never <laughs> backed ring. down. I'm like these yes. dudes are crazy. It's not a pay per view, but you know what? The best guys, they work like it was a pay per view every night, and that's yes. why Brian Danielson is so great. Is he yes. never takes a night off? And Thunder, you you said that it was there was it wasn't like it was like the high spots, Mm-mm. but the storytelling and the everything about that match, I, I I see why you picked it.
3: And I like how everything was placed because although like I said, it was a grind. There was a lot of chops. There was a lot of like strong. It was very strong style, like very um. I mean, Rush is like lucha and strong style because he wrestled in Japan, Mexico, ROH. He was a champion in ROH for a long time. And having the opportunity to go all out with someone like Ryan Danielson and Brian, the the way that Brian was selling all the moves, the way that he was taking his time, the way that even when they were doing the dives, like they waited until like at the end of the match. It was everything was a progression. And that's one of the things that every time I watch Brian, that's one of the things that I continue to learn and and continue to take notes because I feel like some people try to do that, but it doesn't come across as well. But on this in this match, and specifically it did. And I like the story on him selling the arm and um, it was, it was insane. Like um, even when he was bleeding, like how long it took for him before like they busted his head, it was, it was like it was it was good. It was great timing. I mean, it was hard to watch, but it was enjoyable. I was like, after that match, like I just keep talking about it when I was doing commentary because of how how invested I I was. And I was like, and now I'm really happy that he's gonna be able to wrestle uh, MJF, who, who by the way, he's a scumbag. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it is. Um, it's really interesting, and it's it's really hard to like translate his promos because he's such a scumbag. It's
1: disgusting that the uh, this past Wednesday might have been the most disgusting promo uh, of all time from MJF. And that's saying something because he's a disgusting human being. And I still With can't self, for the life of
2: human filth,
1: human filth. And I still <laughs> can't for the life of me, Thunder and Mark understand why anybody would cheer for MJF, especially knowing the story that's going to be happening between him and Brian Danielson. And thunder, and I was talking to to you and Mark about this before the show. It was seven years ago this week that Brian Danielson on Monday Night Raw uh, retired, and yes. you know we thought we lost him forever, and that's why I always appreciate each and every match that he has because for a long time we never thought we'd ever see another match from Brian Danielson.
3: Um, And talking about that, I was listening to the Bella's uh, podcast and especially specifically about him retiring and like how he received a uh, an award from uh, I think it was a um, concussion center or something like that. I'm not Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure you guys can, um, you know, correct me on this one, but it took him a lot of guts for him to come back because coming back from concussions and the type of concussions that he was having, it's really hard. He was having seizures at one point and he wasn't telling anyone. But he was doing, you know, he was doing this because he loved wrestling. And again, when you are, that's the only thing you've done for so long. It's kind of scary to like walk away from it. And I think like his comeback is even better because again, he took so long to come back. He took so long to like uh, take care of his body. And then when you see him having these matches, I'm like, you must be nuts. You must really love this. And, and he, and you can see it like every time he's in there, he really enjoys every moment of it. And he really yeah. wants to give everything he has because he's definitely one of the best wrestlers in the world of professional well, wrestling.
1: And this is something we could talk about with Randy Cross when he joins us in about five minutes to preview the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Is like, you know, you think your career is over. Like, you think you're never going to be able to step into that ring again. Like, usually when you retire, that's it. Like, once you yeah. take that jersey off, that's it. You never get the opportunity. Yeah. To to put that back on again, and for Brian Danielson, you know he did that, and then realizes I still have some more to do. Just like Edge in the WWE, like his career was over for a decade, and then come comes back. Like, and for me as a fan, it's a gift. Like that's why I always appreciate it. And that match he had with Rouge, as you said, was just lights out on Wednesday night. Yeah, and it LMA's
2: was Rouge. Yes, don't don't think that it's a one sided thing. Like uh, Roush is is better off because of him. And, Absolutely, you know. I, I want everybody to realize that this is not a one man show. Mm-mm. Like you know, for these guys to to go and 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 do what they're doing uh, means that they they're not just sacrificing time; they're sacrificing pieces of their body. Mm-hmm. And to, to be able to come back, bro, I'm I I've experienced it. I, I've had I remember uh, Chris Benoit going, Mark, no, you're not gonna quit. You're not gonna stop. And I told him, I said, Man, my, my he said everybody body hurt, Mark. He said that you leaving is gonna hurt the the, the fans is gonna hurt and and you know what? I, I sucked it up and said, you know what, you're right, man. I was having a pity party because um Whatever the reason was at that point, I just thought that man, I can't recover from all these injuries, and I did, and it took edge, it took edge, what a decade to a heal decade, up. yep, yeah, and and the technology got better, you know, like the 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 the, the surgeries. I, I won't have back surgery. I, I need back surgery. I won't have back surgery until the technology is better. So it might be 10 years from now. It don't mean Bless I'm, I'm going to come back. I'm not Bless coming back in 10 years, though. I'm <laughs> you right now. Shit, I can heal up all I want to. Good <laughs> luck to y'all. I'm going to be the guy that's going to be calling the matches. Well, I feel you. Because no sir.
4: This episode is brought to you by Paycor, the HR and payroll software made for leaders. It's never been harder to recruit, hire, and engage workers. That's why HR leaders and frontline managers depend on Paycor for all things people management, from onboarding and performance reviews to compensation and benefits. Learn more at paycor.com/leaders. That's p a y c o r.com/leaders.
1: As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked, from Family Farms and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, Nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk, premium malt beverage with flavors, Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.
0: NFL fans right now on the SXM app here in-depth coverage of your team with the believe podcast network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep and breathe it 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts, the believe podcast network on Sirius B L E A B search, believe in followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Dave LaGreca has always thought highly of his power rankings. I am a generational talent. Seriously. I am standing on the mountain of omnipotence, and the view is phenomenal. He gives you who's rising. Acknowledge me. And who's falling. You look at yourself in the mirror, you realize you're not as good as you think you are. And if you don't like it. You suck! here
1: they come. Cross your fingers, cross your toes, because here it goes. The Dave LaGreca Weekly Power Rankings.
0: And that, that's entertainment.
1: Uh, Back here on Busted Open. There's a lot more to do before we say goodbye. Gabriel Luna of The Last of Us, he plays Tommy. He's going to join us in just about 30 minutes. Can't wait for him. But unfortunately... Because he wasn't on the episode last week. He's not in my power rankings. But here are my power week power rankings for the week that was in professional wrestling. And we start at five and we go back to Monday Night Raw.
0: Backing into the clear path. Oh, look at who it is. Here comes EO. Dakota. Oh, this is ridiculous. The, the clutch.
1: Ah, Becky Lynch with the win with a little help from Hall of Famer Lita. What a great moment that should lead to something big at Elimination Chamber. So Becky Lynch and Lita at number five. At number four, somebody who we've spoken about a lot this morning. And we'll go back to AEW Dynamite from this past Wednesday.
0: Danielson, the bypass room. Oh, yeah. right.
2: wow.
1: Ah, congratulations to Brian Danielson, not just for the win. But as I said earlier, seven years ago this week, he retired from pro wrestling a reminder of that we have this gift back and Brian Danielson when he finally calls it quits he's going to be one of the greatest of all time you can make the argument he's the best pro wrestler in the world right now and Brian Danielson is a first ballot hall of famer when he decides to hang up the boots so congratulations to Brian Danielson number 4 on my power rankings at number 3 we go back to NXT this past Tuesday
3: Gigi, in all honesty, no matter what happens, you will always be my sister. Ladies and gentlemen, the happy couple,
2: Toxic Attraction.
4: Thanks to Bailey
0: and Ding Dong Hello,
1: Gotta give it to J.C. Jane. And Gigi took that boot to the face, and man, that was something else. But J.C. Jane, hey, she said it. It's never been about us, it's always been about me. And J.C. Jane is now the biggest heel in NXT after that segment to end NXT this past Tuesday night. So J.C. Jane, number three on my power rankings. At number two, we go back to the main event of AEW Dynamite.
0: But Stephon Smith, you can see he is He's, he's not even up. You know, the referee's not even up. There's no counter roll. And Bones has got a beat. One. No. Oh, no.
4: Did he win the head? Oh, he's isn't to get this. He's got
1: Uh, The Guns, your new AEW Tag Team Champions. Not a very popular decision, but listen, it's just going to get the acclaimed even more popular than ever before. And you have an actual story that's really deeply rooted as well. And The Guns, number two on my power rankings. At number one, once again, we go back to Monday Night Raw.
2: In my last conversation with your dad, he told me, You, Cody, were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted.
0: I'm just trying to win a wrestling championship.
1: And everybody, everybody wants to make it personal.
0: And that's what you just did. And you're not going to pay for it. Mr. Heyman, your boy, Roman Reigns is going to pay for it at Wrestlemania when I take those titles
1: personally Ah, magic between Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes, one of the best segments I've seen on Monday Night Raw in years, so Cody and Paul Heyman take the number one spot so my power rankings once again At number five, Becky Lynch and Lita. At number four, Brian Danielson. At number three, J.C. Jane. At number two, The Guns. And at number one, Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. Mark, we'll start with you. What do you think of my power rankings this week?
2: I think they're pretty good except for I would never put uh, the promo segment Ding Dong above Brian Danielson. Uh, Mm-hmm. I mean, just a, a respect thing and an honor thing. Um, and the fact that that match was blood, sweat, and tears match. Uh, there would be no comedy. There would be no uh, turn that I I, I, I could have seen being, you know, that wasn't a match. And it wasn't somebody that has uh, really cemented themselves as somebody that's a, 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 a world champion caliber. I I just can't put it in front of Brian. And okay, Rush. understood. That's it. Uh, Everything else. I'm all right. You. And
1: I like what you said about that. Almost that it's a little bit disrespectful to the match that Rouge and Brian Danielson had, and I can respect that as well. Uh, Thunder, what did you think of my power rankings?
3: Well, well, I would like to think. Well, I don't want to say anything about your power rankings. I just want to let let people know. How did you select that this and why it was so special for you? What, like, what are your – so people understand why you, you pick what you pick.
1: Um, I, I just – I think it's more of what's grabbing people's attention. What is, like, everybody talking about? And that's the ranking that I give. And I think the biggest story right now coming out of this week's was Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman and the way that came off on Monday Night Raw. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast, where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite, drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays sweet to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app this show is the hottest show going right now and one of the stars gabriel luna of the last of us joins us right now on busted open sir how are you and thank you so much for the time
5: i'm doing fantastic good to see you dave how are you
1: I'm great. And let me ask you, yeah. because I got so yeah. many questions for you. So, you know, I don't even know if Mark and Thunder are going to be able to even get any questions in. Because oh I God, got so dude. many <laughs> questions for you. I mean, f- for you, I mean, because this show is hot and it's it's got so much buzz. It's what everybody's talking about. Like, how, how does it feel for you, you know, somebody as talented as you are that, that waits for these types of opportunities to come, to be attached to a show that's so popular right now?
5: Oh it's it's uh it's very exciting. I have been I've been a part of some big ones and uh you know you make these things you have confidence that that they're they're uh they're crafted well and they're going to be received well but you can never anticipate uh you know something becoming the biggest show in the world and the and the main water cooler conversation on Mondays so uh it's it's extraordinary and I'm, I'm privileged to be a part of it.
2: Man I love the fact that we were um we were doing the marketing here on on Sirius XM uh, about The Last of Us, and uh, I was like, "Man, Gabe is in that," and yeah. <laughs> we started the ball rolling. We was like, "We got to get him on," and I said, "We got to get him on." And Thunder's like, "You know him?" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh, yes. And she said. Oh, I follow him on uh, Twitter or Instagram or something. Instagram. I said, said, well, we're going to get him on. I'm so happy
5: to be on. Rosa and I have been, I guess, internet friends for for a few few months now and mm-hmm. I'm, i've been a huge fan of hers and i and uh even, since the lucha underground days as it, it, cobra moon i didn't know it was you
3: wow he knows you, me you, since
5: then yeah you were you were masked up so i didn't know it was you at the time but hey, you uh, don't even know I, how
2: much you blowing her head up right now i was i was on mean, a show called it.
5: matador for uh for the l ray network which mm-hmm. which was where the lucha underground was was programmed and uh i did a show called matador with robert and and uh, just was supporting all of the uh, programming coming out of El Rey. So I was a big Lucha Underground guy. Uh, I think they filmed that in a warehouse somewhere over here in downtown L.A. Somewhere. Yes, we were we, in uh,
3: Boyle Heights. Exactly. Boyle we
5: Heights. were we were shooting the Ghost Rider stuff from Agents of Shield back in 2016. I think in the same warehouse where you guys shot Lucha Underground.
2: Wow. No, it's so crazy. It was a lot of since you, hit, since you touched on that. I just want to let everybody in the world know that's listen to Gabe's voice. Go back and look at Ghost Rider. It was the best series he's done till this point, till The Last of Us came out. I mean, he was the Terminator, really? but I'm telling you, Ghost Rider, that shit had me hooked. Every week <laughs> when it came, I mean, every episode came out, I had to watch it. And the way that it tied into the Agents of Shield and and stuff, man, I'm I'm just like you know yeah you see your, you see well, your people well when you and know.
5: I, right when Go I'm ahead. sorry to cut you off but when you and I met uh, we uh, well I've always of course I've always been a hero of mine since since you were an Olympian and of course back in your days in WWE but the uh, but it was it was Arnold Schwarzenegger that introduced you and I formally when we were wow. at the uh, when we were at the Arnold Classic
2: at the Arnold and
5: uh, and Arnold walked me up to you. And I was just like, uh, you know, I I'm, I'm walking with, with the great, the, you know, governor Schwarzenegger who's who's incredible in and of himself. But as he's walking me towards you, I, I, I was, my eyes were big as saucers, man. I was so excited. And, uh, knowing from your, you're, you know, you're from the hometown and, and, uh, when I put my hand in that big paw of yours, I I, I was honored, man. So I was so happy to finally meet you. And, uh, and you and I have been friends for a few years now. And, and, uh, yeah. And, and, and I, man, I, I, actually I'm gave you a Arnold call. Again. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to be there th- this year. You know, I'm going to hit him up. I think I might join him if I'm, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not working, but I, I might jump on the plane with him. Head to Columbus. But, um, but yeah, no, I just, I, I, I've always, you know, I've always loved Mark and, and, and he, he does our town of Austin, Texas so proud. And I, um, but uh you know i one of my biggest i guess uh, flexes i, I had in, um, in my arsenal when I was in calgary I had the great privilege I'm wearing my breath of the hitman heart shirt right now nice. to see yeah i had the the great honor of uh of uh becoming friends with 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 the hitman when I was up in calgary shooting the last of us and the first time he and I sat down to have a meal and, and talk uh we were talking about you mark and, and and your time up there in the dungeon with his family and yeah. uh so I was like you know what I'm gonna give him a call right now. So I FaceTime Mark, and I was like, I, was, "I hope Mark picks up. You know, it'll make me put some shine on me here while I'm talking to Brett." And, uh, he, and sure enough, he picks up. He's in the middle of a of a of a con somewhere, signing autographs or doing something in an appearance, and was was gracious enough to answer my call and uh, make me look good to the hitman. So we had a nice yeah. reunion there at Red's Diner up in Calgary.
2: Yeah, so man, I-, I love Brett, man. I, I I cooked for his kids. I cleaned up with them. I. You know, I, I lived at, in Calgary for 10 months, and I, I loved my time in Calgary. Did you ever get down to Electric Avenue? Uh, Where's that? Is it like 17th down there? It's like the downtown outdoor mall with the little train oh, yeah. trolley. Oh, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, always, yeah I, I always
2: thought they have one in Colorado, too, like an outdoor mall, like San Francisco, little trains and stuff. So I, I love uh, stuff like that.
5: Great town, man. Great town. Love my town, you know, Calgary.
2: When I when I, I got out of, go ahead, Dave. No, no, because I want to ask about
1: five or six more questions. But
3: um, <laughs>
1: Mark, I, stop talking. No, because, because seriously, we're talking, and I just see Thunder's face. Like, am I? Are you guys going to let I me ask, a question? Gonna, let I'm me a, ask I'm, a question? I want to be involved. Are you going to let me ask a question here? Pick my mic.
3: So like, you know what, Mark? You guys are friends. I, you guys talk to each other.
1: I, no, I'm going to be quiet. Go ahead, Thunder. The floor is yours. Listen.
3: One of the things that it just blew my mind is when like people like you that are like super famous, that are doing a bunch of cool stuff and uh, very renowned things on Hollywood um, that are super, super wrestling fans. And like oh, yeah. you mentioned that you met, you know, Cobra Moon, which, is main, which was me. I didn't know like your love for professional wrestling and uh, you're you're wearing the Hitman shirt. And then you were yeah. saying about Mark Henry. When you started watching wrestling, and how did your love for wrestling start it?
5: Oh man. Well, I started obviously back in the nineties, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an eighties or I'm sorry. In the eighties, I'm an eighties kid. So I was about seven years old. It was 1989. My first, my first uh, live WWF show was at the Frank Irwin center. And my mom and I took, uh, my mom took my brother and I to, uh, to see the ultimate warrior. That's who we were there to see. Uh, About, about early in the show, the, the heart foundation walks down the aisle and uh, and Brett Takes off his his visor shades and he gives them to my little brother. Oh, wow. And uh, and I they were pre signed. You can see this was still in the three dot era. Brett of course signs dots for all his children and uh, uh, Blade had not yet been born, so it was the three dot era. And I had uh, my brother had the shades and that he had that over me for his entire life. He, <laughs> it was it was his it was his go to to be like you know what? But Brett gave me the glasses and that's the one thing little brother had over me. And uh, so we left that that venue. Lifelong Bret Hart fans. From that moment on, he was our guy, and um, wow. and just loved wrestling. I obviously, was was into it in, in that uh, in that you know the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart that era. Uh, you know, football and and all of my obligations as a student athlete kind of took over, and I and I lost track of it until high school when the Attitude Era comes around and everybody's everybody's hardcore back in it. And then, of course, was the era of Mark Henry, when you got to see the great Mark Henry do his thing, and the uh, at least the beginnings of it. And then, uh, yeah, so I just, you know, it 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 fell off as it does in your adult life, as you're just kind of managing what you got to do. And then eventually, uh, I uh, there were some documentaries about the territories in WWF released. I'd say this was maybe about 2013, and I just got hyper nostalgic and started going really back diving. Deep into all of the territory, specifically Texas, of course, and uh, and and the uh, Von Erich family, who you know carries a carries a huge, huge. Uh, I'm a huge Kerry fan as well, and and so is Brett, for that matter. When talking to Brett, Brett always has these beautiful stories about Kerry Von Erich and how he was the one of the most uh, accessible uh, athletes to to the young people and the Make a Wish kids and everything like that. So, uh, uh lo- I guess long story longer, it, it kept going. You know, it it, it reignited. I, uh, kind of when I was in Calgary and, and Brett gave me his book and as, and as I was reading the book, I would stop at each match and go to the Peacock and, and kind of wow. watch, That's watch awesome. as I was going along. So, uh, it was a great experience and it just, it just, it just threw me right back into being a, a fan and, and, uh, and I started watching AEW for, for my boy Mark and, uh, and then discovered, you know, what Thunder Rosa is doing over there and her extraordinary, uh, extraordinary skill and and Thank and you. her great run as champ and look forward to seeing you again but uh no man just 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 love it I, I uh uh the athleticism of course but also just um just just putting your bodies on the line to tell great stories and and i'm uh i'm, I'm excited that mark's over there and and they're they're my they're that, that's my promotion i'm an aw guy that's just where i'm at
3: are you hearing these guys? He is an AEW guy. And also, yeah. are you are you holding over that Brad gave you his book and he probably signed it now on your hey, little brother? You know
5: what? He did sign it. And uh, what was weird is that when I saw the 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 signature, it's 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 as if it's emblazoned in my mind from my youth. It, 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 there was some recognition there when I saw the the signature because I had seen it so many times on that pair of shades and my brother was was always bragging about.
2: So now you gotta call your brother and say, "Hey, I'm gonna send you a picture. Check this out." Yeah, no, I, I did the same thing
5: the last time. Uh, last time I was in town. Oh, you know what? No, it was when I returned for uh, for some more work for the Last of Us in the winter time, and uh, and I faced I did the same deal. I Facetimed my brother. I was like, "You yeah, know, look who I'm hanging out with," <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's Brett's great. I mean, I love Brett. He he he's such a wealth of information and. Uh, when I was, I was doing another show with Arnold called fool bar, which comes out in the spring. It's a spy show for, for Netflix. And uh, Brad just happened to be in town in Toronto for an appearance. So called me up and I went and joined him. We had dinner and, and uh, we met, uh, we met Dwayne, the rock Johnson's uncle, uh, Rocky's brother, who still lives up in Hamilton. And, um, and I just, you know, he he told me all the stories about Hamilton and, and the history of, of wrestling in, in that area. And, I just, um, no, I just feel very interwoven right now with the wrestling world, just just having spent the time I have in, in Calgary and having befriended Brett the way I have.
1: It's That's an amazing story, and thanks for sharing it, because you were talking about, you know, wrestling in Texas, and you were talking about world-class championship wrestling in the Von Erichs. You know, I I grew up in New Jersey. I still live here in New Jersey, but I grew up watching, you know, world-class championship wrestling, and when Thunder for her mission pro wrestling um, association had me have a face off with her in Buda, Texas. Like it was like a dream come true. Cause I had always admired and watched wrestling from Texas because that style of wrestling, the fan base in Texas is so special. So it was almost like a dream come true to be able to do something wrestling. I mean, she kicked my ass and chopped the hell out of me and made me bleed and maybe uh pee my pants. But outside of that, the experience was absolutely amazing because there is something special about pro wrestling in Texas.
5: Absolutely. You know, and, and, and it's, I didn't realize, well, I did realize that how far reaching world, world-class championship wrestling was, you know, it, it hit you guys up in New Jersey. And then, uh, I had a driver on, a, I was on a job and, and my driver, he was from, I believe he was from Kuwait or Saudi Arabia. And he said that, uh, they were huge Von Eric fans there. That was the only wrestling show that they got in, in, in the Middle East uh when he was young was 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 the Texas promotion, which I found to be really interesting because I'm sitting here talking to this guy from Kuwait and so and he's cool. just he's just rattling it off with this encyclopedic knowledge about the Von Erickson That's crazy. And uh, made me very proud that that uh you know, that the way the Texas boys do things travels, you know, have gun rule travel
1: love yeah. it and and listen i want to again tell the nation please check out the last of us the hottest show uh on HBO right now uh it's it's taking over David,
3: today is an, a new episode because of the super bowl it usually comes on sunday so if you're okay, watching the right. show make sure you watch it tonight it's HBO max you yeah. know i I'm, thank- i can't wait to watch it See, I, see i watch yes, it ma'am. i watch it all
5: the time yes ma'am yes ma'am <laughs> thank you very much for the plug yeah tonight's the, tonight is an early showing of of uh early release of episode five of the last of us so everybody tune in tonight on hbo hbo max and uh and you'll be seeing a very familiar face very soon can't say anything all more right than that, oh so oh, wait wait wait, wait david
3: so david was saying this right because we haven't seen you since episode one are you doing a really yeah. a big comeback like you know like wrestling
2: style comeback <laughs> don't in <the> show? Yeah. <laughs> tell me no, i don't uh, want to know i don't want to know <laughs>
5: Yeah, it's time for the hope spot. Here comes the yeah. hope spot. I'm, <laughs> hashtag, and I'm coming back in. The uh, But uh, no, I love you, Rosa. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll be doing the taco vlog with you pretty soon, so we'll have plenty of time for the rest yeah. of those questions.
0: Hell and, yeah.
5: And uh, lo- love you, Mark. You know that, brother. Anytime you need anything. And, and Dave, <laughs> honor and a pleasure, brother.
1: Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream a podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash open trial to start your free
4: trial today. This episode is brought to you by Paycor, the HR and payroll software made for leaders. It's never been harder to recruit, hire, and engage workers. That's why HR leaders and frontline managers depend on PayCor for all things people management, from onboarding and performance reviews to compensation and benefits. Learn more at paycor.com slash leaders. That's payco rcom slash leaders.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up?